0: what's going on guys this is william here with another episode for you today i have basil Hafez. he is a black belt in brazilian jiu-jitsu he is a professional mma fighter he just recently won the championship in the welterweight division for cffc cage fury fighting championship on the ufc fight pass if you haven't seen it definitely check it out if you have the ufc fight pass uh, this guy is awesome. He shared a ton of wisdom and knowledge on the show. I hope you enjoy it. This guy is great. I love martial artists that have that mindset of, of, of just wisdom just spilling out their mouth. So <laughs> it's definitely you're going to definitely learn something from here, hopefully. And I really hope you enjoy it. So without further ado, I bring to you Basil Hafez. Alright, I have here Basil, right? Basil, Hafez. Basil? Basil? Sorry. <laughs> Basil, I, it's like,
1: Basil, Hafez.
0: Basil, Hafez. Alright, my fault. <laughs> it's okay, like, right. you don't know what the accent is. <laughs> like, you want to say Basil or like, some people will say Basil. Like,
1: yeah, no, like, I, get, I get Basil a lot. Basil's like the, the constant. But I, I mean, I, it's gotten to the point where I understand am I don't get as pissed anymore, but I still tell them like that. No, it's Basil. Yeah.
0: Basil. Uh, my wife... Her name is Andrina, but the way it's spelled, it looks like it says Andriana. So every time, it's she, like every fucking time she has to say Andrina. And they're like, Andriana? Like she'll have, she'll say it and they'll still like, they won't Andrina. get it in there. Yeah. Andrina. Cool it, yeah. yeah. It is a cool name. I would just say
1: that. I probably, no, no, I don't know mess it up. I, I'm, actually, I'm pretty good at pronunciation when I see it. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm not that good. I, I just ask you <laughs> in and out. Yeah, I
1: got I got it from the first impression when you first said <laughs> uh, my like, like, I have like my cousin trains when I said balance and he he, go, he goes by Basil.
0: Oh. Oh yeah. you're you're b bo- I, I know who you're talking about. Uh, my cousin, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I first, saw him with part. the same name and I was like, Wait yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, but so I'd... like in, it's so we're both obviously we're cousins, so we're uh on my Syrian side, I'm Syrian and Egyptian and he's hundred percent Syrian. So like in the cultural way to say it is Basil. so my gotcha. full name my name in arabic would be Basil hafez but i say basil hafez because people when i say that they're like Basid?
0: <laughs> it <laughs> sounds get, like a yeah. i don't want to make all fun right. of your name but it sounds like a, a puerto rican <laughs> tree i don't know if you had this food it's called pateles
1: it just sounds boy, like i don't know zed, my boy zed been telling me about all this food man i, I oh, go to freddie and tony's one time but there, Dude. Right. The is amazing,
0: fuck I, <laughs> I can just yeah, go yeah, all yeah. over the place with the fucking food. I don't know I love all the,
1: this is 100%, but like, yo, I swear to God, some of the best food I've ever had. Yeah, like, it's
0: definitely go definitely hands down, like, my favorite appetizer out there is like, I, you know, I'm Puerto Rican and everything, but I still love it regardless.
1: Yeah. This spot, Freddie and Tony's, that had like a uh, rotisserie chicken style. And uh, and they had a bunch, of, all the sides and they had like all the other different kind of dishes and everything. And it was, yo, yeah, it was a great. Really, he picked everything, so I don't know I, know, <laughs> I definitely know the mahjong though, because was like my favorite, one of my favorite things that I have. But like, yeah, everything mm-hmm. was amazing, bro. It was so good. Yeah. Uh, they, te they, te they papa. It they knew exactly what to order.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you gotta try henero. I think it's henero. I'm bad with Spanish. papa. So it's basically yeah. a potato Jereno ball. Yeah, it's a potato ball with meat in the center, ground meat or whatever. Ooh,
1: that sounds good, man.
0: That's fucking good with the gravy that they put All in. yeah right, you got to
1: text me. You got to message me that after. That, <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh. Yeah, you got to. Oh, I'll forget it at the end of the podcast. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, I'll probably bring you some whatever, uh, whenever I see you next time. Oh, I'm time. down with that, yeah. yeah. No, you
1: said it's beef, right? What's up? You said it's beef, no pork.
0: Yeah, it's beef. I don't I don't eat pork. Oh, uh, no, uh, me too. All yeah, right, yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't fuck with pork like that. Uh, uh, long story <laughs> You don't fuck with pork it's like- Nah I don't fuck with pork Even, I'm a fake Puerto Rican Cause Puerto Ricans <laughs> Love their penny. They call it Yeah like, no I know yeah.
1: They love pork Roasted pork, yeah. pork Pulled pork All that Yeah I know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> My wife can't stand, She can't stand it Cause uh, all I do Is eat chicken Like bre- chicken breast Chicken yeah. you know Wings I'll yeah. eat steak I don't mind steak But uh, I can't eat Fucking pork chops Or penny, Whatever she wants yeah. It's like Sorry
1: You can eat yeah, that I mean- shit I had a point in my life where I did eat pork, but it was a small point and I, I just like stopped doing it, it as I was younger. I was a kid, but like, yeah. um, yeah, it's, it's, it's not, not for me.
0: Is it, is it something cause your body or is it like a, so I, mean,
1: I grew up kind of religious, but not like really religious. So like I grew up uh Muslim, but I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a, uh, like, you know, I, pray, I don't pray five times a day. Like I do believe in like, obviously like the. the what you would say, the rules of the religion, like in terms of ethics and morals and things you shouldn't do. Like, yeah. I believe every person should be like that, regardless of, of having religion or not, you know? But the thing is, I get it. Some people have religion. And I, I respect people that have belief. You know, it takes something to have that. But like, for me, I mean, I never, I don't know, It's I've never, I'm, I'm like a black and white type of person. And like, to be able to believe in religion, I feel like I have to have been moved or like had an epiphany or like seen something, you know? Yeah. Other, than that, other than that, to me, it's like I can't relate to it. So you, I'm not I I'm not really religious, as you would say, but I grew up Muslim in a Muslim
0: yeah. house. So, like, you, you do what I do pretty much. I, I, well, I'm i kind of like uh, – I have the Bruce Lee mentality where he takes everything out of martial arts and applies it into his own thing, his own little – he fucks with his own shit. And that's what yeah. I do with my, my philosophy overall with looking at religion is I'll take from each religion whatever works for me in my life, practical. You know what I mean? Like, sure. I forget the word for it, but – you do that with everything. Yeah. You we know, do
1: that with everything. Try to take a little bit yeah. from what you Some things you take a lot of.
0: Yeah. And minus my comedy side. My comedy side is a little disrespectful and I try not to <laughs> reveal the comedy side. How is this it,
1: comedy religion. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: hey, I, it could be. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, some people take that shit to the extreme. Uh, comedy. Yeah, yeah, uh, anything, I, I feel like anything that has rules and principles and a uh, group Cult, whatever, and is strict as shit. To me, that's yeah. like a religion. So I don't know. There may be a lot of people like that with comedy, so to speak. Uh, yeah, I see what you're saying.
1: Yeah, I mean, but, like, there's, there's people that are strict about a lot of things. But, I mean, religion, just like to me, like I, I get like there are people that are strict, but like to a certain point, it's as a person you shouldn't be like obviously you don't push your you don't push your beliefs and you don't like forcefully try to uh like you obviously have your beliefs because you believe in them. You don't need other people's uh, gratification. You don't need other people to like agree with you to be able to uh, reinforce your beliefs. You believe in that because otherwise then you don't really believe it. you just kind of living it as a lifestyle because that's what you think you should do, you know? Yeah. And, and, and even then it's like, why are you doing it? You know? Like right. I believe in being religious, like a hundred percent, like if someone has belief, yeah, like it's awesome. And like, I respect that because that still means that you're, if, if you have true belief, like you're living a, a good lifestyle, you're living a healthy lifestyle, you're being a good, person, good neighbor, a good person to society. Like you're not doing, not stealing, robbing, shooting, you know, slinging drugs. You're not doing like a lot of bad things. So right. ideally someone who's religious is still being a good person. So I would still yeah. respect the whole idea of you choose to do that because of your belief. But to me, like, I don't know, I'm not religious. I don't fear. I don't even believe in afterlife. I believe we just sleep. <laughs> I believe it's <laughs> like, wait, ready? It's like go ahead, go when, ahead. You, when you go to, when you go to sleep, right? You, you don't like when you're, when you're out, like, you know middle of whenever so you go to sleep at like 9 or 10 at like 1 a.m 2 a.m you're dead sleep you're not like sitting there saying hey, hey, i am in dead sleep right now or, i'm laying down no you just go to sleep and then you wake up right maybe yeah. you wake up at points at night but there's points of incoherence it's like you have no idea what's going on yeah to me that's what happens when you die you just don't <laughs> nah, right. yeah you know maybe, it's like, maybe like maybe like i get buried and so and so like my nutrients and everything and all the energy in my body that i've gained over my years like you know the worms and the microbes eat that and it goes back to the earth that way maybe i can get planted as a tree i heard that
2: yeah yeah there is a thing for that yeah yeah
1: Yeah. Yeah. but like i don't know i don't believe like i believe everything is in your brain man your brain controls everything it's like even the idea that we have a soul and that we're like existential it's like it's all in our brain like there's people that are born differently and have color they're colorblind they have you know hallucinations like the slightest chemical imbalance in your brain and everything is different for you. So I just believe it's like everything is up there, controlling Yeah, it. Yeah, right, uh, into, right, into, no, right into the deep no, stuff right
0: now. No, hell, no, dude, I'm there with you, man. I, I'm deep. I love that deep fucking thinking shit, man. That's why I tried... I didn't even know you were that way. And I just, I always get like... I did this with Eddie Abbasolo. He's a Muay Thai fighter. When he was like talking to me, I was like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> it blew my mind because I was like, more people like back, me that, that think Rosh? deep? Huh? What's up? us in
1: the garage. Yeah. <laughs> <Become best friends>? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. do we
0: just become best friends? Like, I don't want to say that, but because I don't want to sound like a one of those fans. But it's just no. Nah, just... it's
1: like it's it's a lot of people have the same view. We just don't a lot of people talk about it. There's no yeah. like you know. It's not. just that... something you just come out about. You
0: know? Yeah, man, that's the shit that I want though. I want to talk to more people like that. That just like let's yeah. let's have a talk yeah. about that, man. Because for me, it's like. I'm open. I'm an open-minded person to different perspectives. Like you, just yeah. you know, just wrapped all that shit, and it's like, yeah, that's <laughs> something. Like you know what I mean? Like everything you're saying is like it, it yeah. relates in a way where you know I listen to neuroscience. There's there's a lot of people I follow that uh, talk about neuroscience and consciousness. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you know Sam Harris. I've been practicing uh, mindfulness meditation, and all he do is talk. All he does is talk about mindfulness meditation. And...
1: So to be honest, I don't meditate that much. I I'm sorry. Med- I don't meditate that much. I meditate going into fights. I meditate like during fight camp, like at certain points. But like normally throughout the year, I don't meditate as much.
0: Would you so? How do you meditate uh, oh, what throughout I, your what fights?
1: Consider... I'm sorry. What do I consider meditation?
0: Yeah, everyone has a different form of it. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, why that's just...
1: Like, i just. I, I mean, like to me, it's like being able to like just not focus on anything other than that. Just like pitch black you're maybe like a form of it is like you could be laying down uh half asleep and just thinking about it's one thing thinking about picturing it having it happen in your mind like picturing like when i'm you know for a fight i've gained this ability to be able to get myself into that point in the cage and get my heartbeat racing and everything up like i'm in the cage imagining i am right there that's awesome yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know the whole thing about the smell of the leather. I hear people do that. I'm like, I don't know. I can't. I can't imitate sense of the smell. I'm like, I can get that because I can like feel a little bit like when I'm sitting there, th- like you know, like trying to like meditate. That's my version of meditation, and I do it to help me get ready for the fight as well. Like to to make sure that you know when I go there, it's not like, and that's not going to be a situation. I'm too. It's too big for me to handle. And I've shown that in my fights recently that I've been a lot more calm and understanding. I mean, like, you know, my last fight I hit a triangle off my back, and. I uh, think that takes some focus and, and, and ability to be able to do that. So I feel like the meditation is a huge aspect the fighters that underlook it completely underlook or overlook it, I guess you would say yeah, like, you they don't pay, they don't pay attention to like how it can really help and like they overlook it then it's like they focus too much on it. you never want you never want to like you know meditate like every single day and, and 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 picture yourself in the fight like way too much, you know but doing it from time to time, I feel like helps you exercise that so that when you go through it, like i know i pictured this i'm here it's yeah. it looks the
0: exact same as i thought it would yeah that yeah. i heard of that the uh i forget what they call it but visual visual something uh visual meditation where you just visualize the fight and yeah. that's awesome when you do that man because i i when i meditate i'm like yo it'd be amazing if these fight i don't know you know i like perspective but i'm like it'd be amazing to see fighters mma fighters to meditate and prepare their fight that way so that's awesome that you're doing that yeah, because uh, I didn't know, Dude, I had you know, I do not know I, so much about certain fighters.
1: I think a lot of guys like a lot of guys do it. They just don't talk about it. As they don't want to talk. Yeah. I definitely because I've, I've heard a- it from I got it as advice, you know, from people that around me, like good fighters, guys, that are experienced, guys that the trainers that around other people like I've been. And it's like I kind of like on my own kind of like I've heard it. I grew into like probably last like three fights, three or four fights. I was able to do it more and get more comfortable. And I feel like I've gotten more like calm in the cage. And more like in control of the situation, and I feel like um, it's it's it just happens to coexist with, with me doing more visual do more med, visual med, med, uh, meditation. Uh, sorry, not,
0: not no, that. you're good, man. Visual yeah.
1: meditation and like laying down and like you know focusing really on the subject and like doing it multiple times throughout the camp.
0: Yeah, Definitely do you uh, do you? So that uh, that's fucking amazing, man. I, I, I don't and know, just makes you...
1: too, like sorry, I don't mean going in the cage cool. like right right before I go in the fight. You know, like stepping in that cage and like feeling it like the day, that day on the fight, like, all right. So I imagine everything and they go in the cage and I feel it. I'm like, it's, everything is accurate. Everything is, it just kind of like reaffirms it in a way.
0: Yeah. You yeah. Know,
1: getting a workout, getting a workout earlier that morning, like to, you know, blow your lungs out. Like all these things, like people are, like give me advice and I've done it a little bit and I feel like, you know, as a fighter, I'm still growing, but I'm not saying I know the perfect formula, but these, these things have worked for me. Yeah. Like,
0: it, whatever works for you, man. Like uh, I, I say this often on my podcast is that uh, you got to be your own scientist, man. You gotta yeah. like, oh, that is doing that. What are you doing? How do you get that? How do you? Make, uh, did it blow up? Oh, okay. All right. Let me let me see what I gotta do. Let me mix that in. Blah blah. blah. And then you come up with your own formula, like you said. Right. And right. that's how I look at life, man. I just yeah. I take whatever I could take. Uh, I'm the reason. every
1: single field. You did it with podcasts when you first started your your first podcast. It wasn't the same way you do a podcast. Hell no. No, Hell no, no. no. <laughs> so much more efficient. And even even like a hundred podcasts from now you're gonna be you're gonna be 10 times better than what you were now just because For sure. even if you're already doing a good job now it doesn't matter it's your experience and your, and your knowledge understanding how to plan and, and execute gets a lot better if you're passionate about it you know? exactly
0: yeah, yeah i totally humbly yeah. super agree with you everything you just said there because i it took me a while to figure that out like to start this podcast and i was always like oh, i shouldn't do it because i who the fuck am i i don't i'm not i'm i'm a no i call it I'm not, not that I'm a nobody. I'm a, you know, I'm a father, husband, blah, blah, blah. But I felt like because I'm not like, not to, not to bring up Joe Rogan or the big guys, but I'm not like them. Who the fuck's going to listen to me? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I stopped myself, but then I realized, fuck it. Just do it. Just go with it. See what happens. Explore. Learn. Now I have this thing called learn, act, grow, uh, where I just act. I'm learning from it and then I grow from it or I learn, act and grow. You know what I mean? It's a different, yeah. different orders, but. I just come up with my own philosophy gotta do, so that... You got to do to
1: make it work, man. Yeah. You got to create your own affirmations. You got to create your own things that make you feel like push through and understand, like, I got to get this done. You know, exactly. Something you enjoy, that's it. You yep. enjoy it and you're passionate about it, like... Yeah. That's all you need to be. No one's going to be perfect. No one's going to be the exact same as the, other, as the other guy before them, you know? Yeah. You, know, you enjoy it, you know what I'm saying? And then you're going to have your own style. Right. Same thing with fighting. Same thing. Same thing with fighting it's the same thing in every, every, everybody has a feel. Everybody has something that they do, you know, like their specialty is, is like, you know, singer, uh, uh, martial artist, uh, you know, someone in, in commentating someone as a pod does podcasts, like those interviews, like you have to, you have to find your niche and be able to like, you know, be confident doing it. People Man. see that confidence and people like gravitate towards that. Like that's the one thing that people don't understand. Like you may think you suck, but, that's all. it's in your head. You're creating that. Exactly. No one, yeah, you... no, no one else is creating that. No one's just walking by. Do you walk by just thinking people oh, that just sucks? No. Not yeah. normally, right? No. Someone
0: negative, yeah, probably. But, you know, yeah. No, I, yeah, I know <laughs> <what> you mean. <laughs> uh, yeah. I only say people suck when they fuck with me. That's all. But then I use that yeah. energy, that negative energy. Whenever someone makes me feel uncomfortable, makes me. That's
1: yeah. What's up? Talking little shit. You can talk a little shit. Everybody talking a little shit. Man. Oh yeah, yeah. It's fine. It's <laughs>
0: human. Yeah, we talk shit. Yeah. I, I was gonna say though, I use <laughs> that I use that talking shit. Instead of like getting mad and throwing that energy at the person and keyboard warrior nonsense, what I do is I say, Oh, okay. I'll troll you a little bit and then I'll leave you alone while you're tro- while you're getting mad and shit, uh, with your keyboard warrior skills. And I'll just take my skills to the comedy. I'll apply that negative energy to comedy that's what i usually that's why i'm trying to do i'm learning to harness that fucking you know like you know that anger or whatever and put it there so i can laugh yeah. at it and I, yeah. you know that's that's why i have you a joker as, t- well. as
1: well what's <laughs> up oh
0: yes for sure Perfect. i getting get choked out or whatever it doesn't matter getting no, people out Going
1: to either way catch yeah them. not just getting submitted that day you catch submissions you know yeah those are good days too the yeah, power in those days. <laughs> for
0: sure, man. Or when I'm super fucking tired. Everyone
1: has them. Everyone has. Them. It's like a, it's like a flow. It just flows like a you know, ebony and ivory. You you have good days, you have bad days. Like I, even I have good days, I have bad days. I'm black belt, I have days where Rick whoops my ass and controls me. <laughs> and I have days yeah. where I'm like, you I'm moving, I'm on point, I got a takedown, I'm passing, I'm submitting. Yeah. Everybody has those days. You gotta just look, keep working, keep getting better. Same thing with, with, with comedy. You're gonna have ebbs and flows and you're gonna kill it, man. Yeah. Just gotta keep on doing it.
0: For sure man and I ain't stopping like I'm at this point in my life where I'm like nope not stopping cuz I again it was like you get in your own fucking way you, like you just said earlier and I again I totally agree with you you create the own shit in your head man like yeah. as soon as it comes up that thought this is a meditation mindfulness meditation taught me as soon as the thought comes up you get distracted by that thought so if you if anything you create for yourself so to speak uh anxiety fear whatever and you, you focus on that and that's all you're going to do is just you know have that fear and anxiety unless you find some way to uh you know relax and go with the flow and be with that anxiety or be with that anger and learn how to deal with it properly rather than trying to push it away Cause exactly. it, that's not how it works how we work i mean um I wanted to ask you about your your fighting. You just fought recently. Congrats by the way, uh yes, champ. Sir. Welterweight champ, right? Welterweight.
1: Welterweight champ, UFC.
0: CFFC, right? Uh what is that? The I wrote it down. I forgot. Cage Fury Fighting Championship. That's what it was. Yes, uh how was it, man? Like it's just I don't know how to, it's like a unbottling something so fucking awesome that yeah. I'm pretty sure that day for you was like amazing. Uh, especially going against someone who was nine zero, I believe.
1: Eight
0: and zero. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't remember. I don't. You remember, I don't know if you remember his name. I don't want to put you in a spot. I forget his fucking name.
1: I remember it's, his name. Oh, Chris, what's his name? Christian Savoy. No, Christian Savoy. Savoy. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. They, I, I called him Savoy a few times, and I'm not no, the Fr- it's French Canadian, so he's from Canada. Yeah. So that's the way they pronounce. How we would pronounce it, Austin would be Savoy, but to them Savoy.
0: Yeah, I was gonna. I've read your. Uh, well, I've read half of your interview uh, that you had that you did. I forget what that article was from, but I don't know if you want to mention that. But you shared it on your page, your Instagram page, and I. I didn't want to read it because I, I don't hey, like
1: MMA. MMA prospects, yeah. Shout out. MMA prospects,
0: Dricks. yeah. Shout out to yeah. them. I didn't read it because I like to come uh, at you like just for my own questions, so that I'm not. Oh, I know the answer already. Let me ask you the question, even though I already know. Like I don't like that personally. Yeah. Uh, and that, so I forgot to write his fucking name down. Anyway. You're good. The dude. No, <laughs> <laughs> nah, you're good, yeah. man. Uh, the it was his debut to fight in the USA and the U S or whatever. And yeah. you showed up, man, you put, I was like, <laughs> so real fast, my wife went up, my wife went upstairs uh, to shower. And then my daughter was kind of being, a, she was kind of being a, like a little pain in the ass. And I was like, "Fuck, the fight's on!" And you are already the started. I was like, "No, I don't want to." Like, I was like glued to the seat because I wanted to watch you. Yeah. Uh, and I got to watch you, but I, <laughs> my my poor wife was dealing with my, my, uh, with my daughter. Um. But anyway, yeah, man, you 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 stepped up and you fucking took care of business. Like, I, I how how was it from the beginning of? I want to take you back to your pre-fight experience. To, you talked about how you meditate and you do all that. Like, yeah what was it like getting ready for this fight how many weeks it was and you know i don't know if you could share whatever you could share with me in regards to that
1: um it was it was definitely a cool experience man it was it was awesome winning the belt it was awesome becoming champion like it's something i wanted to do for a long time like i've been wanting to become cffc welterweight champ for as long as i've been fighting for cffc so uh you know it's just it's culmination to like everything that I went through that MMA prospects, you know, wrote that article helped me out with getting the story out a little more. Um, you know, I, I had a horrible time before getting ready for that fight, you know, and the fight before that. Back in 2019, I had dealt with car accident where, you know, I flipped a pickup truck like one and a half times on the highway, ended up having internal bleeding. I was in ICU for like a week and a half. And uh, then I got out of that and I tore my knee three times, well, tore my knee twice and then had issues and had to get third surgery, come back. So that was like a process and it was like I had to see a bunch of different doctors to get the final surgery. So it was like maybe about close to ten months of me having issues in my knee locking and not be able to walk and just having no other issue other than that. Like healthy, feel good, ready to fight. <laughs> hmm. My knees just get I can't I can't like make it through physical therapy.
0: But wow.
1: yeah, so it was it was it was a Frustrating time. It was a definitely about about a year, a little over a year process with all that happening. So it happened pretty fast. Happened all the year, and uh, coming back, I, would, I was able to get ready for that February fight that I fought recently for Art of War as the main event for the, for their uh, for the second day, and it was awesome. Went worked out great. I was able to show off my striking, show off you know my toughness, and and pull out a, a good win, an easy win, uh, over an opponent, and uh, you know it felt good. And now I'm just Happy that I got the championship belt for CFFC. It's just just building up, building up for me. So like you know, I'm, my goal is to keep on trying to fight again, or hopefully get a call from the UFC. So uh, you know, my 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 time now to be able to get to the get to that point in my career.
0: Right. Uh, what, what was that like? If you don't mind going back to that experience of the ten months that you dealt with that, like the the mindset change and you know. This is a you know this is a challenge right here where you're really dealing with something serious you know from the moment you got into that car accident to when you were in the hospital and they give you the news about all the shit yeah you know uh, like is I want to say I'm sorry that it happened but it I don't know how to say this without sounding like it sounds bad but I, it's kind of like a valuable lesson for you to get from it like something from there that you can get a value that you take from it something you learn from it is there anything.
1: I mean, yeah, there's there's a lot of things you can learn from horrible things that happen in life. Yeah, honestly, like it helps the mental toughness. It's a lot, like a large part of it. A lot of guys, a lot of fighters, especially, like I don't know what it is. Like a lot of fighters, just obviously, we all kind of come from a not obviously, but like most times, fighters come from a different point where, like, they fighting is you know the main thing that they're good at. It's all they, all they devote their time to. So to get injuries, it's like things happen. You know, fighters experience car accidents, experience issues, injuries, all this shit. Like so it's just ironic that I happened to, you know, experience all this stuff and like, it sucked. It really was horrible. And like, honestly, when I was in there, I couldn't see like a tunnel. I just like, I was like, just stuck in that mindset of like, you know, I this is what I'm dealing with right now. How can I get better every day? How can, I, how can I try and improve? How can I shadow box? Can I do this? Can I do that? Can I lift weights? Can I do upper body stuff? Like, you know, I found my way to get through and get healthy. It took a lot of time and, you know, I was able to make it through, but there's so much, there's so much you gain mentally from that. There's so much you gain like uh, in terms of experience, it's just something. It sucks. Like other than that, there's really nothing else that you could turn positive out of it. You know, you're just on the shelf, just chilling, just not able to do anything, not able to compete, not able to go to training. You know? Right?
2: It's did not you ha- a,
1: it's not a positive time in life?
0: Right? Did you have any? Uh, excuse my way of saying it. This is the way I do it. But did you have any inner bitch moments? Or that's the way Joe Rogan says. But like yeah. you, you, inside, you want to give up and shit. Like inside, you're feeling weak and negative. Did you ever? Go through that at all? Like where I, mean, I
1: I don't think at any point that I wanted to give up, but I was like very stressed out and very negative about the whole situation. Like I wasn't positive and in, in the mindset of like, Yeah, I'm gonna get back. Like I would I would think like it took a while for the process to like everything happened and it just like the next thing would happen and the next thing would happen. So as soon as I would build confidence I'm like, all right, I know I got the plan, I know what I can do to get back. So I'm yeah. done with first, and, like the next thing would happen. And then it'd be the next thing. And it's like it just kept on like shutting me down, but at the same time it's like you know, this is, this is my life. This is everything. Like I had to get a job. I had to get a full-time job when I was injured. Like something that wasn't going to, you know, I was, I was still going to be able to do with the hurt knee me and messed up knee. Me. But like, it was a little over a year of me having to deal with that, you know, little cycle of building up and then tear down, building up, tear down. And it's like, it, it, <laughs> it sucked, but I'm happy I'm, I'm at where I'm at now, man. I just kept on finding a way to push through. Like right. you're always going to be negative and say like, that was negative and like, you know, in the mindset of like I can't see myself getting to this point like I can't picture it you know I couldn't meditate and picture that you know I couldn't like you know do it in the gym and then and, and, and like and go train and do something and and, and make it feel like oh yeah I'm confident what I'm doing so it was a lot of me just being in limbo of like yo I still can't you know do anything I want to do I'm not a doctor so unless I get a surgery I won't know if this helps but I feel like you know I know what I what needs to what I need to get done to resolve the situation so Getting the surgery, that third surgery, helped. And uh, you know, it was obviously throughout that cycle, me getting excited, knowing the plan, and then next injury happening or something, you know, roadblock. So, you know, finally being able to keep on just keep on just persevering. You no, know, sorry, my cat and my dog just snapped on each other. <laughs> <laughs> good. I'm like watching it as I'm like talking, I'm like, it's a very funny. Watch but, that
0: you can start shadow boxing with your cat, man.
1: Yo. Uh, they get, they, they get some, oh got, you got two kids. Yeah, I got uh, people. She's awesome. Oh, so, people. They get along, but I, I, it's the first time I've seen them like snap each other. Uh, <laughs> like fine.
0: that. That's busy. Let's <laughs> get, Let's go at it. Yeah,
1: they figure it out like siblings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but yeah, it was it was definitely a horrible time, man. Like it, it take t- took a lot of mental toughness to be able to you know focus on getting through all that, believing in myself. Like obviously I was negative. Like you know anyone would be negative in that situation, and you just find a way to keep you know, focusing on what the goal is. I just kept focusing on what the goal was. I kept focusing on what I wanted to be. If I wanted to be a pro MMA fighter. I wanted to be a UFC fighter. I wanted to be a world champion. So, like, you know, I just keep on telling myself these things. I have good right. people around me, too, that help and support me. So, like, I have Ricardo McGuire, who kept on believing in me. My coach, Andy Russell, kept believing on me, believing in me. Believing in me. Um, I had training partners, guys at Balance, all the guys I train with that kept believing in me. Um, you know, it's just been a lot of me just trying to, you know, build off the people around me and be able to continue to make it through. It was good, man. I'm happy that I I was able to make it through the final surgery, all that car accident, like all the issues I had, keep pushing through, find a way to get healthy again and and be where I'm at now.
0: That's amazing, man. I'm glad that you were able to, you know, get past that fucking, that's a big ass mountain to climb, you know, the emotions, everything. Uh, and I remember I saw that and I was like, fuck, you know, when, when you posted the, the news and, cause I was like, when I first followed you, cause I was trying to find MMA fighters locally so I can, you know, get to know them, blah, blah, support them and all that. <laughs> and once I saw you were supposed to, if I'm not mistaken, you were supposed to go to, uh, <laughs> the, what do you call it? You're slapping. Oh, jiu-jitsu. yeah, yeah, yeah. Combat oh, jiu-jitsu. <laughs> yeah, you're supposed, you're supposed to go to combat jujitsu, And I was so bummed for you, man. I was like, fuck. Because I saw you preparing with Animal and everything. Like,
1: I was uh, so excited for that. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was, I, was I was excited, so excited about, for I you. So I, didn't even, excited. I didn't even... I feel so good about it. <laughs> yeah, no,
0: yeah. yeah. I'm just saying, I barely knew you and I was excited for you. I was like, look at this fucking dude. He's like actually doing a slap shit that I want to see. <laughs> yeah. Because that's just... Yeah, that's cra- we
1: were shit out of each other, man. We were like MMA fighting, basically, with, <laughs> yeah. with palms. Yeah. I was, I
0: was, like,
1: I was, I was confident in him, and, I, and and I was excited for... You know, competing in it, and the guy who I thought would win if I wasn't in there ended up winning. that guy uh, John Blank, John Thor Blank. Yeah, uh, he's uh, he's tough man. He's real good. I ended up rolling. I I ended up rolling with him when I went up to Bethlehem before he was actually. Um, it was he was a he was a I was a backup and he was a backup I think and then I got in. Right. And then he was he was still a backup for someone and they pulled out with an injury. I remember when I talked to him when I I went over to Bethlehem, I trained with him, Jam Howland Al, uh, you know, all those guys over there, and. Yeah uh ended up you know he's, he's tough we had a good match we had good matches competitive matches um i felt good like combat jiu-jitsu wise like going in like all right I just rolled with this guy was a beast like i was like i know who the guys are in the tournament and then i ended up having the car accident and then like the thing was like around the next week he ended up getting in right. um probably i think a few other people pulled out not just me so like it wasn't like i'm, I'm re- i got out he got in um, yeah you know, like a few people pulled in and out and had injuries so um and I like you know I I felt with him, I felt in my role with him and I was like yo this guy is gonna win I like, I, t- I told people around me I didn't like go and like you know tweet it I don't know, oh no yeah, <laughs> <I know laughs> you mean.
0: yeah yeah but yeah, like yeah. I
1: told like there's a few people around me they're like yeah I remember you saying that and I'm like dude he did literally cleaned the house he went he submitted every single person finished yeah. every single person in the first place
0: and, I, and it's funny because I think I followed him right after that
1: <laughs> yeah because a beast yeah. yeah so it was like. It sucked. It was a good opportunity. I felt like really confident going in with my MMA background experience, my top game, my top control, like my toughness to be able to go in there and fucking, you know, not get submitted and be able to land ground and pound. And and I feel like I felt really confident going into that. that, uh, And then uh, that car accident happened. It was a huge setback. I was about to not pull out, too, because I'm in the ICU, like, after, like, internal bleeding. I can't I can't move. I'm, like, debilitated. I'm, like, fuck. I got to get, get a procedure and make sure I don't have an aneurysm. It's, like, a whole thing. I'm, like, um, yeah, uh, can I uh, – I'm still going to compete, right? <laughs> <Everybody's>, like, <laughs> that was basically like, uh, shit, yeah, man. No, it's, like, it's two weeks away. It's, like, two and a half weeks away. They're, yeah.
0: Like, oh, yeah.
1: No, they're, like, yeah, we're not cornering you if you go. I'm, like, all right. <laughs>
0: yeah, you're, you're trying to be a meathead. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, I'll do the yeah. same shit, stubborn as fuck. Like, I
1: mean, I don't want to be a meathead, but no, I was, I, I'm fuck. I'm joking. That I was so like, yeah, like agreement yeah. at this moment and yeah. perfect weight class at 185. I was like, you know, I don't have to cut much weight. I can focus on building strength. I was, I was crazy in shape going in. I was the best shape I've ever been in my life. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Are, are you but leading still, up to my last fight? I felt pretty good in my last fight
0: <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Are you? Are you still? I'm just. I know you're focused on MMA, but are you still interested in doing that on the side? If you ever get oh, yeah, chance, combat jujitsu. Uh, looking forward to the, the slaps. And shit. I just I don't know. It's just funny. I'm open that. to all jujitsu. I mean, I did fight all to win.
1: All of it. I did fight to win on three days' notice. They hit me up like when I was supposed to fight uh, October 29th for CFFC before the title fight. Recently, so, right? Yeah, yeah recently yeah, I was. Yeah. I did. It was at 2300 Arena. My right, last right. two, the fight to win and the fight were at 2300 Arena. My, home, my right. hometown spot. <laughs> so yeah, it's like going to yeah. Going my go, go to my home stadium for another sport like going nice. to the Lincoln Financial.
0: <laughs> uh, there's something I read in an article. I was like, wait, are you from? You're from Pennsylvania or you're from Philly? Like, where where are you? Where so are you from I, exactly?
1: I, but, so, I was born in Philadelphia and then I moved out to Chester for a little bit. Oh, okay. Like, like, like Toby Farms area.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: so it's not like in Philly and Chester, and then I was I guess like we're Brookhaven Toby farms area, like kind of like, meets. I don't know the exact, I think it was like Toby farms area code. Right. Um, and I lived there for like a few years and then moved to my parents moved to, so it's a whole process, like how we got to, my parents came to, came to America when they were like in their late twenties. And, um, my mother was working, my mother was working as a, um, uh, Arabic English literature uh, professor at Villanova university. So she was Professor, there. My father came over here with a mechanical engineering degree from Egypt. They met. They met and had kids. Started having kids around like their early 30s. So they had me. They had my brother. I have an older brother as well. And uh, you know, my dad was like, didn't want to go back into the like mechanical engineering field. Like he wanted to like do something entrepreneurial. I guess you know. So like. Typical immigrant thing. I don't know if you know all about it, but like they come here, they open up a restaurant. Uh, <laughs> okay. Come. Immigrants come over here with like degrees and like experience and like this and that and then they, they come over and open up a restaurant, a pizza yeah. shop. You know, it's like, yeah. kind of, like a known thing yeah so wait every wait goal, so, every I,
0: i'm curious now like what is it they do the engineering or the prof- or whatever they do as a profession they're like, like fuck that like i'm just gonna open a, a fucking restaurant I mean,
1: part of it part of it is like when you come to america it's different like if you don't grow up it's like if you don't grow up in the system here it's like you have to usually get like recertified or like go do class go do certain things it's like you don't have a leg up over here it's very political in terms of getting jobs and getting, like, yeah. Good yeah so yeah. like my mom was the arabic english literature professor I don't know how she got that. She's smart she was so smart, but I'm saying like just being an immigrant coming over here, you know, obviously like there's not a, many people at that time that spoke Arabic and that were had the had the degrees and masters that she had from overseas. So, I like it's pretty cool that she was able to do that. But she got she got pregnant with me and my brother, and my brother first. Uh, she left that and my father was like that's cuz when they met. My father she left that and my father like was like listen, you are folks on being a parent, I'm going to open up pizza chop.
0: <laughs> right, all right, right. <laughs> Over
1: up pizza shops. So I've been in the pizza business like my whole life. I was born into it, born in a pizza shop. So they had a pizza shop in Chester called Sam's Pizza, and it was, it was you know it was good. They did they did pretty good there. Um, obviously, it's like it wasn't a good area at all, but like they they're busy. You know, like hood spots. So yeah, they get, they get somewhat busy. My dad got held up like handful of times, fuck, and, like, and he was like, in a lot of time, a couple times we were like in the building, like they had a little like not playroom, but like they had a spot, like, cause they they would have to babysit, they would have us, like you know downstairs pizza shop somewhere in the, of the room, so like we had like you know little playset, like little cars, or whatever, you just chilling in the other yeah. shop. <laughs> so like there was a couple times when we were there and they got like someone came in with a gun and like my, like my dad was able to like you know he had a gun too, so he was, a lot of times he was able to get out of situation, to, like get the guy to get spooked and then run away. Yeah. Um,
0: they got Fuck. to the point that,
1: like, they got to the point it's like yeah it's like this is my parents were very like all right we're not gonna they don't want to live here like we're not, we're not trying to be around this kind of Fuck no yeah and stuff so like they ended up selling the pizza business to like a guy who bought it i don't know if he kept it a pizza business to do something else with it but like, they sold the business and uh we moved to an apartment in Broomall and then i lived in Broomall mall for the majority of my life because they we had we had, a, we had an apartment there and my dad opened up they bought, like a meat deli like, well, he didn't buy the brick but like he bought the business it was an like, old meat belly he bought it for cheap turned it into a pizza shop built the whole thing out like got the pizza ovens in there built the ventilation like did all the like he was good like he was like camp engineer from egypt university of cairo so he, and he like he was really good with his hands like mechanical work um you know like building stuff like actually creating like, like literally he fitted the whole pizza shop for the most part himself with some helpers right, and, right. Uh, so we had room all pizza at the time he opened up and it was like a really good spot. Like they fucking killed it, man. They had good, really good recipes, good quality food, and like there weren't that many pizza shops at the time that did it the way they did it, the hand tossed way. And like they killed it, man. They did well. We ended up moving to uh, like they ended up buying a, buying a house in Broumov in that area. And so I lived I lived in Brumall most of my life from like I would say age like seven or eight to like probably around eighteen, seventeen, eighteen. Hmm. Yeah. When when did and then you... I, and then I moved back to Philly around seventeen eighteen. And I've been oh, okay. in Philly For about thirteen. Well, I'm twenty eight now, so uh, about, about ten years, 10, 11 years.
0: Cool man. Uh, when did you start martial arts, and what got you into martial arts?
1: Um, so I did a lot of sports as a kid. Like I mean, every kid does a lot of sports, but I did like I played like. whatever school was available in those times i got in trouble with school so i had to do a lot of transfer. (laughs) like (laughs) i get kicked out of the school at school i did like you know whatever just doing stupid shit and uh bad
0: influence or you just
1: no i just i i was just i had (laughs) such bad as a kid so like i would never pay attention in class like i literally would just like flunk out every class out of just not doing schoolwork i just would not i would like write notes i would do whatever i would like not do well on the test and i would not do any homework i would like not pay attention to any of the curriculum right so it was bad yeah so i never i never would like did, did well in school i think the, the best the best i had ever school was like in like art class or, like, <laughs> like like graphic design like there's like there's extra, extra courses or extra classes that you would do
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> you never were a school person growing up
1: uh, it's not that I, I mean, i, don't, I yeah, I'll I'm not, I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie to you. I wasn't a school person. I don't consider yeah, I, wasn't myself into, one. I, was, I wasn't into the whole, like the curriculum I was learning for the most part. And I got in trouble a lot. So like, you know, I would get transferred of school. So I wouldn't be doing well. So, like grade wise. Like I got kicked out of elementary school, middle school and high school. Um, um and all mainly out of the, just them being like, yo, listen, you're failing. You're not doing your work. You're not like, do, you're not like applying yourself at all. Like you gotta go somewhere else. <laughs> Damn, dude. Otherwise, like, they're like, "Otherwise, we're gonna hold you back." I'm like, "I'm not getting held back." <laughs> is your
0: is your parents how they deal with that shit, man? <laughs> yeah, dude.
1: They they, they whoop my ass so much. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got yeah. I got my ass a lot as a kids. <laughs> because I don't know how the different cultures like
0: Puerto Ricans. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's a completely Puerto Rican thing, but I know for sure I got my ass whipped so many goddamn times, and I wasn't even a bad kid in school. It was just more of me. I was a bad kid, yeah. Yeah. So
1: I was also So I grew up in a Middle Eastern household, like. And also being a bad kid. Middle Easterns beat the shit out of their kids, man. Especially old school. That's like, well, uh, it's like it would, what, would be, what would be considered child abuse in American culture.
0: <laughs> child abuse? Uh, well, it depends like, on the culture. Like different people well, talking, have different. Like,
1: I'm talking like getting hit with like sticks, belts, whatever is there. Like, that's broken. that's yeah, that's my level. <laughs> getting hit with yeah, anything yeah, that's nearby.
0: Right. That's that's the level I'm at. Yo, or getting my, punched.
1: Yo, I'm talking like I'm talking like every room has a stick. Oh shit! <laughs> this is the stick for this room. It's a stick in every spot. That's like you. You. It's like you get levels to it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you, so you like look for the smallest stick in the, in the room. Like, all right, we're in the living room. Bro, we good.
1: The TV wire, the t- like the cable wire. Yeah. Oh my God! Stop that shit. That shit's cable. No TV wire. You know what I'm talking about right? Yeah. T- had, like, wait. It, now like, you got different the, TV, TV wires. Back. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Ones, the, the ones that like it looks like an outlet wire. It, plug, it plugs into the tv like to the back yeah yeah, yeah. It plugs, it's yeah little cord. That. right yeah. Yeah, shit. Cord. that shit fuck that give me a bad memory dude <laughs> no, that shit right. hurts. I'm, just, I'm just naming i'm naming all the tools in ours yeah yeah right. i so, think well, the... I, grew, so I grew up in that kind of household so yeah i got i got you know just like yeah. you got our ass yeah i yeah.
0: think the most random thing i hit with uh is between a big ass d battery don't ask me why I got hit with oh, it. What? Like they threw it at you? Yeah, my oh, mom. Man. I think my mom threw it at me. She was so pissed, and she flung it at me and hit me in my fucking head, and uh, and an ashtray. So ashtray and <laughs> a oh, battery. <laughs> <laughs> that's Dude, the most that's random like, shit. That's
1: like a business, yeah. You're just <laughs> doing the whole thing. Like, yeah. The ashtray
0: didn't do much; it missed. But the D battery, I remember that shit hit me and knocked me right in the fucking head. I still remember that? Dude, that's that's. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it yeah, was brutal back back then, man. Uh, some tough times, as they say. Um, that was,
1: that was different times. You had less worries, but more ass beatings. Yeah, so, it's like a different trade-off. That
0: yeah, that was the biggest fear was being at home, man. It was like yeah. it wasn't even in my neighborhood. My neighborhood was bad. You know, I, people got yeah, shot. I'd rather be
1: outside, the, outside the house. Right now, well, I'm gonna do something wrong. I'm gonna get ass beat. Yeah, I
0: had I had so many things, bad things happening me outside that I was like, I would rather be out here dealing with this than getting my ass whipped in my mom for my yeah. mom's house, like. That's funny, for sure. yeah, dude. I got yeah, knocked
1: off on the same page as you with that. Yeah,
0: it's just crazy how, how, how you're raised that way and you build some type of uh fortitude from that. You know, you get that, like you said earlier, the uh, uh, collapsing your mind, so to speak. You know, whatever, yeah. whatever word you want to choose is mental we
1: build tough. that resilience and me- resilience and mental toughness, two things that like. Are, I, they're in a lot of fighters because you have to have them to be able to be a successful fighter i'm not just saying somebody who is gifted athletically and just finds a way to make it work like you see guys who go in wars guys who ha- have have ability to push through tough times and like i know a lot of guys other fighters that i that i know in my personal life and the guys that i train with that yeah. have experienced things and they find a way to make it through you know i'm not alone in this situation like guys experience shit you know I, what i've experienced is horrible and it's and it sucks ass but like you know I have a friend right now who who is you know doesn't have feeling in his legs. He doesn't have feeling because he he got he got uh, you know mugged and shot, he got mugged and shot in the freaking L over here in Philly in like 30th Street Station, and uh, you know got hit in the spinal cord. And now he's like you know only was on life support. And now he's doing a lot better, but he's still in the hospital, like having trouble not even walk stuff. Like yeah. he, he was a he was a tough fighter. He had he had the same exact. Type of path as me in terms of like you know had setbacks and things and he's making his way through like you know he's a good tough guy and he had a good as good record and he's like you know trying to make it to the ufc we're all trying to make it to the bellator ufc one we're trying to make it as a fighter you know so like there's guys that have worse things and like obviously what i've experienced is horrible i was able to make it through because you know like i didn't die in my car accident you know the injuries weren't like i wasn't paralyzed you know i had a fracture in my neck i could have had a, a, a complete a brake or a disc skip or like you know i could have had so many uh, herni- herniated disc. I had so many other things that would like cause long-term damage you know like i lucked out training i think helps training being able to understand where you're where you're at and like when that truck is flipping i'm exactly knowing how to break fall over and over again <laughs> oh, fuck i don't
0: want to laugh but fuck I <laughs> yeah
1: i wasn't even wearing a seatbelt man don't even get me started on that. oh shit oh seatbelt, shit all the time. Now. But what I'm saying is like I expe- I've experienced shitty things, I have friends that have experienced shitty things and then worse things. So like to me like I'm happy, I'm grateful that I can make it through and I'm a, I'm going to I'm going to be a voice for guys around me that can be able to, you know, push it through as well. I'm trying to help them get to that point. But, you know, at yeah. the end of the day, my goal is still to achieve and accomplish my dreams and get to the UFC or get to a large promotion and become another world champion. That's awesome. You know I mean about? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh to uh what do you call it? I was going to talk about your martial arts experience, but um, I want to focus that attention on, you know, your friend, because you, you said you dedicated your last fight to your friend and uh, your parents. Correct. Yes. Uh, if you want to talk about that uh, after your fight, you said it on the post fight uh, interview, if you want to share that, you can.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, my, my friend Eugene, as I already mentioned, you know, um, he experienced a horrible situation, you know, in the subway, and uh, he's still, you know, in ICU over at Penn Presbyterian. Um,
0: this is uh, Eugene Aubrey? Is yeah. It, uh, oh, that's, yeah. Eugene
1: has,
0: Aubrey. Yeah. It's just to just support, if anything. He has an Instagram account and all that?
1: Yeah, he's got Instagram. It's uh, at Suitcase Kid. He has also... So, what I was saying before, Johnny, I was, was gonna say is that um, he, you know, obviously he's dealing with a lot of problems and, and troubles right now because of the, the issue he had, and because of the mugging and like the shoot, the, sh- the shooting and everything. So he has a uh, GoFundMe that we help. We, uh, you know, wanted to get wanted to get set up through his family. They set up a GoFundMe to be able to help raise money and help him out with all the medical expenses, all the things that he's going through. Like, you know like anyone else, anyone, anyone of us as a fighter would be in the situation that our career is in jeopardy and that we're trying to, you know, find a way through. I know that he put his whole life and career into fighting and that's all that he cared about. And so um, I think it's good for people to help. I've, I've donated, I want everyone else to try and, you know, if they can take a look at it, see if you can, you know, read about the cause, obviously. Take a look at, take a look at his page, his Instagram page, at Suitcase Kid. And, uh, and, you know, try and donate if you can and try to help him, you know, make it through, get, get the right treatment and get the right care that he needs to be able to get back and get healthy and fight again. Right. Um, you know, it's the, it's the life goal right there—get him back and healthy again, fight yeah. and, walk and, and do things that he could he used to be able to do. Um, and then the obviously, like the, the main—the main for me, like the—you know—I've—I've—you I've, know—always talked about them. I haven't been shy I talk, I mean, you know, obviously, I'm not the most—I don't do a lot of interviews like that many, but I, I've been vocal about. You know, I always fight for my parents, and I lost my mom and my father to breast cancer. Uh, my a, a, a mother to breast cancer. My father to uh, lung cancer. Uh, mom, 2010. My father in 2013 uh, or 2012, sorry. And uh, I, uh, sorry, what am I saying? 2013. I'm like thinking of something. Else. Don't. It's all right, man. Take here.
0: your time. Take your time. I, you know, uh, the, it's not easy to talk about stuff like that. I'm sure. Yeah. You know? uh, so
1: 2013, my father to lung cancer, and so I have tattoos of them. I have my tattoo of my father, a tattoo of my mother right here, and uh, that's like to me like. They always they raised me to be tough and resilient. I lost them at a young age, but like to me it was like they they raised me a certain way. They raised me with a certain work ethic, and like you know I can get into whole the whole amount of work they put in the whole life to try and give a better life to me and my brother, and how they taught us and raised us, and, and things they showed us through example and through by you know them doing it. Um, I learned work ethic, and that's what helped me become a good fighter, man. Ass yeah, is all. Bins is all part of it.
0: Yeah, pretty much, man. Yeah. <laughs> You take everything that they, you know, they guide you with and you just just share that shit with the other humans that you uh, interact with throughout your whole life, you know what I mean? And that's like the best thing about, not to say, for me, I'm getting comfortable with death myself, where I, not that anybody died recently, but I'm getting comfortable with death because of meditation. It helped me lose fears of certain things. And I'm like, you know what, let me go after death as well, because I don't want to look at death as a bad thing anymore. Uh, I don't want to. When my mom passes away, passes away, I don't want to look at her and just, you know, I want to do. I want to handle it the way. I want to handle it the best I can. Not to say that I'm gonna do it right or whatever. If there's yeah, a, God I mean, look. All I'm yeah. saying
1: is like, I get it, but yeah, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you want to do something in their memory, do something that, that Yeah, crap. exactly. Right. While they're still alive, and, and even after they pass, you want to do things like like I'm, I'm, I'm becoming a fighter because I love the fight. I know they want want me to do something I'm passionate about, but at the same time, if I'm going to do it, they would want me to be successful at it. So I mean, I I have a good record. I'm six one and one as a pro. Um, You know, I'm knocking on the door of the UFC. I just became a welterweight world champion for CFFC. I have, you know, my health. I mean, I had injuries and stuff in the past, and I feel healthy and I'm great now. I'm alive. I'm not. You know, things could be worse, and I'm doing well as a fighter, and I'm showing that I can, you know. Come up to the te- like you know, and, and, and complete the task at hand every single time and, and be successful at it. I think they would they would love that and they would respect that and they would like you know they would be happy to see that I'm doing well as a fighter and that I'm happy doing what I love,
0: right? Man, that's yeah. awesome, man. I know you're gonna keep kicking ass, dude. Like, especially that last fight, which you're your, uh you, you were on your back. The way you did it too is you started, uh, you start if I'm not mistaken, you started with a Kimura. Right, and then you you yeah. you, you transitioned into a fucking uh, uh, arm bar smoothly, and then he got out of it, and uh, he was trying to attack you. And I love what you did with your legs; you block him, and then he just got in your guard, right? Yeah, in your, hit and the, hit him with the up kick. You hit him with the up kick. I didn't even know you hit him with the up kick. I didn't. I guess yeah. I didn't see that.
1: A lot of people didn't catch that. Yo. If you listen to the, if you watch the replay and catch it, because that's what actually what causes his nose to beat. Oh, but shit. I didn't really, I didn't, during the ground and pound, I didn't really hit him that much. It was more focused on, because he, he felt like a bigger guy. And, like, so I felt like I wanted to get to a better spot before I started unloading punches and getting the opportunity to stand up or get out. I want to make the most out of the situation being on the ground to me. So, like, if I get him on the ground, I'm going to try and cause damage and get a submission or show that I won this round because of this. You know, so, like, uh, I tried, I tried. you know, slight ground and pound, but mainly focusing on passing his guard, getting his high control, and getting a dominant position. And so what's crazy is I was actually focused on doing ground and pound when I passed his guard and got side control. And I heard his corner. (laughs) I I was listening. I was was just like just chilling. I heard his corner. I do this a lot in training too, but I heard his corner coaching him saying, watch out, he's going for the Kimura. And I was like, you know, the Kimura was right there. I could actually go Uh, for this. I had it as more control. I had it as more control as bait. But yeah, like, he wasn't really defending it that well. He wasn't like, He was just kind of more focusing on like controlling my, my hips and getting out. And so like, I heard them say it like slightly in the beginning as I was going to the position and then I literally just grabbed it. <laughs> and then as I was going for it, dude, honestly, I don't know why I should have, I should have I, I just broke it. I didn't like, I didn't want to, it's like, there's a, there's a point, any grappler that knows when you get to a point where you get to, like, more deep and the person is not tapping, right? You have to bring it back up, and then at the point where it's an L. So, like, if you have it, if you have it here, and they're fighting it to the point where they curl it so hard, and then you get it here, you have to bring it out, reset. You have to pull it out, like fix your frame, and then you have to now, like, thrust forward. And so, it is a feeling. It's a feeling like none other when you break some shit like that. It's not. It's it's like uh, I don't know. It's like uh, it's like taking out an animal on a hunt, (laughs) like a goose breaking a goose neck or something. I don't know. It's not. It's not. So I don't know. I just didn't. Uh, part of me was like I was about to do it, but I was like, uh, I don't like. I don't know. I was a little hesitant. I should have been hesitant, honestly. I should have broke it. I should have broke it. It would have been a highlight reel thing. He's a he's a nice guy. He's a good guy. I'm kind of at the same point. Happy I didn't break it because you know he can still go back and fight. You know, and still have to worry instead of getting surgery. Um, he said I messed up his arm from the arm bar that I transitioned to. But like, yeah, it's a it's a. It's a, yeah. it was a mental it was a mental error not doing that because it, it could have ended up it could have ended up bad for that round where he ended up on top. I, mean, I feel confident anywhere on my back on, on top either way, but like, you know, he ended up uh you know, I ended up not going for the break on the on the on the Kimura. I ended up transitioning to the arm bar. He defended the he went for hitchhiker's uh escape on the arm bar. I had it good, I had it deep, but I didn't have both legs over his uh over his arms. I had them both over his neck. So he right. hitchhiker he hitchhiker pretty hard, pretty good. Um that's he said he said it. You know i heard it i tweaked it on that but i didn't get a finish so tweak doesn't matter i gotta, I gotta get the finish on that but yeah. he rolled out through and then he ended up standing on the feet on top I'm, I'm on my back and i'm like all right at first i'm like all right let me stand up and then i'm like uh he's like not he's right there he's like waiting for me and he's gonna start just swinging like crazy as soon as i try to stand up i'm like all right what's a bad spot I'm like should i stand up here i'm like ah, uh, and he comes in close i literally like see that like he's not paying attention to where the my foot is for the up kick and then he comes in like pretty close like one more time like like right afterwards and i literally just like i just put my full my full uh, power into the up kick and i clipped him right in the uh in the face hit him right in the nose wow you get if you watch the, if you watch the replay, i'm definitely like, watching it yeah, yeah, you watch the, watch the, yeah you'll yeah. see it so like that at first like i backed him up and then when i hit that i was like all right i'm good actually i'll I'll just hit him with up kicks and get him to draw in, like, to my guard. So I hit him with that up kick. He, like, you know, backed up a little bit, fought it for a second, and then, like, tried to, like, jump a punch in and basically jumped into my guard. And when he got okay. my guard, it was just basically me being patient, understanding his position and what he was doing, and then figuring it out from there. Um, yeah. I didn't even know I was going to get a triangle. I didn't think I didn't think about a triangle until he showed me a couple things that I, you know, I was like, all right, I can get the, tri- I can get the triangle now. Right. You see <laughs> holes in- in and yeah. –
0: yeah, you see holes as a martial artist and you take advantage of them, man. Like, especially yeah. the, the one that you hurt with the Kimura thing. That was a hole, kind of. Yeah. They give you, you you're like, ah, fuck it. Take advantage, you know? Fuck it. You're trying to win take a fight. You're not trying it. to play like, yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Go for the finish, man. If I can get a yeah. pound, that's cool. You know, he's a tough guy. Yeah. I can beat his face up for a little bit. He might not give up. But then I go for a submission. I break his shit. Or I go for, you know, I get him in a choke. Yeah. You know, he goes out. That'd be cool, too. You know, pulling someone out or breaking something. So, yeah, the Kimura, I missed, I missed out on that, but uh, I ended hey. up working out. He got, he got my guard, gave me what I wanted, and I was able to lock up a triangle.
0: It, it's not, yeah. and not to say that I wish, I'm glad you didn't do the Kimura, but it's like you, you, sh- you displayed how. Uh, what is the word? Uh, like you went from one, two, three. You, you, you kept. You, not one, two, three, four, I should say, because you the up kick is included with that. But the way you transitioned, yeah. you, 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 I would say, personally, from a blue belt perspective, uh, you beautifully displayed jujitsu in an MMA fight, and I loved it. I was just happy. I was like, holy shit, jujitsu <laughs> for the <fuck laughs> win, hell yeah! And you, and you, uh, the guys, the announcers, the commentators, they were they kept saying black belt, black belt, and I, you know, I don't like, I personally don't like when it's just my taste, but I personally don't like when people mention Black Belt, Black Belt. It's like, focus on the artist, dude. Just focus on what he's doing in there. But you... I mean, bro,
1: I like the Black <laughs> I work my ass off. Bro. No, no, no. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I said.
0: Not to take away from your earning it. That's like a, ma- but, that's
1: like a master's degree right there. It's, it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's, I don't want to take
0: away your doctor, your doctorates or whatever. But it's like, I'm so focused on, the, on you as the fighters. Like, I don't care if you're a yeah. Black Belt. I just want to see what you got. What, you, what are you doing here? Like, stand up, up, down, whatever. It's yeah. just... My, it's just yeah, my I mean, brain. look.
1: There's, there's black belts that there's black belts that you know they they announce announcers will say they're black belts and they have to do that as part of the job as part of building up the fight for. Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I get it. I know? get it too. That's what Plus, I said. I'm not, I'm not gonna hate on them saying black belt Basil Hafiz. Like, oh I no. Think me, I think he called me babyface though. I got a made up. I got a nickname. Yeah. CM Punk babyface Hafiz. He called you babyface. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> I don't have a nickname. I'm like, I'm no nickname, half I'm Basil. Yeah. My, get my name right before
0: you get a nickname. Ah, shit. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to start anything, nah. man. I am not want to start nah, anything nah, with nah. Empire, nah, nah, I'm, joking. It was, it was I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking, yeah. I,
1: I liked it. It was, it was good taste and good, and good humor at the time. Yeah. Face again,
0: face. again, no disrespect yeah. to you as a black belt or the commentators. They're all yeah. doing their jobs. It's just me as the uh, whatever I am, casual or whatever, a fan. Yeah. <laughs> I just, it's like, anyway, I, I was just saying because uh, you display jujitsu, and I, I was just like, "Oh shit, yes, man!" I just every time I see jujitsu versus someone who's like trying to knock you out or whatever the uh, the difference is, it's like I, I love seeing jujitsu uh, at its work. Like, not that because I love muay thai the same yeah. way. I love muay thai and jiu-jitsu together for me personally in boxing and wrestling. I love all of it in martial arts. Man, just
1: striking in general. Striking, yeah. Got muay striking thai. is That's awesome. So, so yeah. Many good, there's so many good things about boxing that people like underestimate or overestimate as well like they don't pay attention to like the the good things that you could take from boxing so like if you have a if you have a striking coach or you have a you do striking it's like very limited in one style it's like yo it's strict this way like if you're doing muay thai and they have you doing the yansan ku march <laughs> where, like, you know and you're very like thai style it's like all right what if that's not you what if that's not how you want to fight you know like goal is to be have good fundamentals in terms of knowledge of how to strike if you want to strike like this okay this is how you can do it uh, confidently, it's how you can do it and then be able to have it work for your other game as well. So, like, at the end of the day, like, there's more. There's more Thai, but I, I like to say striking because striking covers cover boxing, Muay Thai. There's so many other things, you know. There's so many other
0: taekwondo, things. whatever kickboxing, taekwondo,
1: yeah, yeah. All different kinds of karate. There's you know, there's there's so many different like principles of stand up fighting that it's like if you take actually a little bit of each one and you create your own style. And you actually perfect the technique about it, like that could be a innovative style and a style that works, like in and of itself. Right. So, like my striking yeah. coach Andy Russell, like has a style that I feel like you know he's older, so it's like we I'm not sparring, like we're we're going light, but we're not like you know he's not like a young young striking coach where we're doing we're doing we're sparring hard and like you know he's able to like have me clinch him and do this and that, you know? yeah. But his knowledge his knowledge that he brings to the game is is unmatched. I'm so like. People, if you sit there and you just talk to him, I mean, you're you just like, you no, know, try and pick his brain. Like, I don't. I, there's no one that can pick his brain and and disagree with, with the answer that they get, you know? Right. Because because his his outlook on the, like, I feel like obviously as a as a fighter, it's our goal to try and emulate that style and understand it and be able to like put it on paper when we go in the cage. And I'm a ground guy, always. And I've been working on my striking, and I feel confident in my hands and my ability. And like that fight, it went right to the ground because. I had in my head, this is this is the championship fight. I don't care how I finish this guy. Like, if he wants to stand and trade, I'm going to stand and trade. I feel like I have more power than him, and I can handle more shots than him. You know, I'm tough. I can handle a shot. I've never been clipped in my fucking career, you right. know? and that's for a reason. So, like, you know, I'm not saying that I'm God and I'm, I'm, I'm immortal. not right. what I'm saying. You know, I'm no, saying, right. like, for maybe, like, for, but I'm How dare I'm you? Gonna, I'm, I'm offended. I'm going to go in there at, yeah, we're the same weight class, bro, I can, and I can handle shots of heavyweights. Like, you know, we're going to go toe-to-toe, you know. But my ground game is where I feel like, bro, I'm a shark. I'm, I'm a shark. I'm going to pull you in the water, you know. Yeah. So, to me, it's like, I'm going to go for the finish. Maybe I'll beat you up on the ground. Maybe I can I can get you tired of the ground. Next round, then, you know, if that would have went to the next round, I didn't think I was getting that submission. I thought, like, all right, cool. I, I showed this guy, like, what I can do on the ground. He ended up getting out. I'm going to do the same thing next round, or I'm going to go try and knock him out on the other feet. The next, the next round because he's going to be focusing on the takedown or i can mix it up and do both you know like at the end of the day like i'm confident wherever the fight goes and it's like uh you know he gave me something off my game plan that i would see that he does and he did it right away you know i blocked right. his head kick very well you know i blocked it with if you, you watched it i blocked his head kick very well he threw a leg kick and he threw it the way that i thought he would and i was able to capitalize to a takedown and then at that point it was just you know get him against the cage and then use technique so now with a proper with a proper knee sweep, thanks to my boy Eddie Hall at Hall of Fame PT Wrestling and Strength Conditioning. he's like me and him were going over it before the like that week of the fight, or the week of the, week of, like two weeks before, and then week and a half before, or week before the fight, we we're going over this uh this takedown. And then uh, I ended up I hit, hit him with that takedown, and then once I got on top, it was just you know jitsu passing guard working on passing guard, getting control position. Once I get position, go for submission. <laughs> right, right, yeah. yeah so
0: fucking uh, Dana. Dana, you're listening, Dana. P- Dana let's, go. <laughs> let's go, Dana. Give him give him a location. Give him call. Call him.
1: No, <laughs> man. Look, there's a lot of tough fighters out there, but I feel like I, I, can, I can. Nah, do
0: that. man. Hell yeah. I, I see tough fighters uh, I all want, the
1: time. I feel like, you know, if I have to defend my belt again, I'm ready to defend the belt. You know, if I'm ready to go to the UFC and make me a the chance, then I, yeah, I'm ready to, you know, submit or knock out any of these guys that they have in, in, in the division right now. You know, yeah, there's a lot of he, tough guys and there's good guys, but, like, you know, I'm confident in myself. That's how I have to yeah. be confident in myself. Yeah. Anyone that would that would that would you know be skeptical of that is like they don't understand what it takes. You have to be at that mentality. Like I heard, I was listening to Mike Mike Tyson podcast a lot going into this fight. Like so, I like that he I like that he emulated uh, the, the the idea of like you have to truly believe in yourself. And he like described it really well and like talked about it. And like I feel like it hit home with me because it's like you have to be on this mindset where like you don't care, like nothing. There's no there's no no there's no answer no. Everything is yes. I'm gonna do this. Yes, I'm gonna be able to go in the fight. I'm going to control this way. I'm going to do that. I'm going to, I'm going to become world champion. I'm going to dominate. I'm going to work hard in training. I'm going to condition myself. Like you, everything is, you just have to do it. There's no like, Oh no, I'm not going to do that. Or no, Oh no, I'm not going to do this. You know, like it's, it's a mindset. So that when I go in, when I go into that fight, I know I did every single thing I needed to prepare to, get, to win that fight. You know, right. like that's the goal yeah. to win that fight, get the finish. is get The finish is, is an awesome thing, but to get, try and get the win is, is the overall goal.
0: All right and, and you have the fuck you have a great mind dude i'm just saying i respect you i appreciate you for sure uh, as an mma fighter as a human being uh everything that you we talked about it's Thank like I, I got nothing but love for you dude and i i really really genuinely hope you keep going man up to the ufc i hope to see you on ufc because uh, i love watching it and to watch you on there would be fucking amazing uh just watching yep, you on love cffs love. Yep, yeah. just watching you in general like seeing you fight like that last fight i was just like i was so happy like just the way you did it handle i was like damn that's awesome man like i, I trained with that guy kind of not really but you know it's pretty fucking cool that you know seeing if yeah
1: yeah
0: team Bounds all the way man uh i want to wrap this up because uh you know time time is almost uh up or whatever but real fast i wanted to actually yeah. Couple little bonus questions that I do. You can ask answer them however you want to answer them. Uh, you can pass it if you don't want to answer. It's, it's not a big deal. Uh, it's just a test of your your mindset, uh, your brain. Sorry. Uh, so, first question is: Do you think we're in a simulation?
1: Uh, no.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, if what was you had a
1: simulation?
0: simulation, as in headset on and or plug in, and this like, is the okay, simulation.
1: So the, mindset, the, the 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 idea that that. We're in a video
0: game, so so to speak. Yeah, a man. really good one. Okay. No. Uh uh what would you do if you had a magic wand? What would you change? What would you try to make a the a great impact on? Anything in the world, doesn't matter.
1: Oh man, that's good. Change the weather in Philly for first <laughs> 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 i make it hot at, at, at a beach.
0: Okay. <laughs> at a beach in Philly. Uh, yeah. we we kinda so got a ghetto as beach in uh the
1: weather and a beach. it's a magic wand, I can just wave it. Yeah.
0: Ah, fuck it, beach.
1: Maldives and uh, Florida weather. Let's go. Where we're, we're right <laughs> at in Philly. Where we're at <laughs> exactly. Where you want this beach at? Oh, Karen, okay. you know, I mean, on the coastline. Yeah, let's I'm, replace our shitty ass water. The the <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know, man. I'd probably just make the weather better all year, all, all year round, and uh, try and make the planet and make make the planet better and make uh, everything. But I don't know what. What would you do with magic wand? That's yeah, like, right. Exactly. It's a that, very, that's, like, that's, elaborative they gotta, like, get <laughs> you gotta sit with it. <laughs> I would hey. save the world, man. I yeah. Was, planet Earth. 100%. Yeah. Do everything I can go. to end, end uh, global warming.
0: <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> um next question is what do you think our purpose is as a human race?
1: Oh man, to uh help thrive with one another. Okay, to help thrive with one another throughout life and to be able to advance ourselves in all aspects of what we consider life here so that the next generation can be better off than we were. Yeah, that's right. That's
0: a good answer.
1: General- that was- that's a very general way to generalize it. No, no, I like
0: that. I personally <laughs> love it. Love uh, okay. So here's a, it's a philosophical question is the, uh, it's, a, it's a really popular one. It's called the trolley question, I think. But so there's a train coming down the tracks. You have one man, a person, whatever. Standing in front of you, and you have five people, five other men, uh, uh, working on the tracks. You either push the man and stop the train with that one man, or you don't push him, and then that train is gonna kill those five dudes that all have headphones or or they're on their phones being distracted. What do you do? Wait,
1: wait. How how the the train's going fast enough? I think it's gonna take hit me and the rest
0: of them. No, <laughs> all right. Let's hypothetically <laughs> speaking question, that man. no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gotta fix that question. That the the dude he's like uh let's say he's superman. I don't know. No, that, that's not then he won't die. I can't he, you're answering the question regardless. You're still even if you find a loophole, so there you go. That's your brain still. All right, so, so
1: if I if, if it was if I had to stay within the guidelines of what you said. Yeah, yeah. If you stay the logic, within the guidelines, yeah. yeah, if that's uh, the logic, just stay with I it. I would save that guy and then just try to alert the other guys the best I can. And if they don't hear me, then it's like, you know, I tried. Yeah, <laughs>
0: natural, you tried.
1: Natural selection, dog. It's like, I can't control it. <laughs>
0: True. You shouldn't have been in your fucking headphones or your phones, whatever happened that you couldn't yeah, you hear, could hear be the fucking train. Tra-
1: tra- you shouldn't be standing on a train like this. On a train Yeah. Tracks, like- <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's what, that's what probably <laughs> most people are doing these days, man. Like what, Yeah, while everything. Working. While they're flying yeah. a
1: plane, while they're driving. While- <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> like, flying across shit. the street, just like.
0: Yeah. Oh, dude, I almost hit somebody recently with that shit. Someone crossed the street while I was, at, I was turning. I was like, "You're not paying attention," and I and I had to stop. And incoming traffic was about to hit me, so I had to like yeah. figure out how to do that. Anyway, yeah. uh, last question. <laughs> uh, what's up?
1: Re- people are reckless. <laughs> uh for
0: sure, man. Uh, th- and they'll learn after when the thing when the something happens like tragically. Uh, five. Uh, the the last question. Uh, favorite or least favorite quote. Anything that comes to mind? I
1: don't, I don't have a favorite quote.
0: A... <laughs> any least favorite?
1: Like it's not very philosophical, of me. But, you know. No, no. Yeah, no judgment.
0: Uh, any least favorite? Like something that you're like, ugh, like really? Uh... Like people usually say shit that like or aphorism. They usually say shit, and you're like, really? Looking
1: at a Schwarzenegger poster. Conquer. What is it? Conquer. Conquer. <laughs> <laughs> Conker. Like conquer the world
0: <laughs> is that is that the is that favorite or or at least favorite
1: no i don't know i'm just reading that no i uh, mean uh uh fight i don't really have a favorite quote my favorite word is fight fight having my license plate. i fight fight bc which is fight breast cancer on my license plate but like fight that, yeah yeah Everything, that's actually good everyone, everyone goes through fights and goes through different things they have to fight through and nothing is handed to you i mean some people get things handed to them but so they still have in their own way their own fights so
0: simple fight, straight fight, to the point
1: fight and win no matter what you do fight and win right that's awesome don't, don't give up and fold
0: aye
1: aye that's a made-up quote for myself <laughs> hey man <laughs> next time i'm gonna have a quote for you i'm gonna be i'm gonna start i'm gonna start reading more books and start getting more philosophical and having a good quote gotcha yeah man all
0: right cool <laughs> next time you get on ufc or next
1: time you have a fight and you defend yeah. and Goodbye. you do
0: your thing definitely come back on and we'll talk about other stuff random when i right, see things.
1: you at training i got you i'm gonna say something some real uh Smart, some real smart philosophical stuff. man. <laughs>
0: You'll choke me out, man. Yeah, I'm gonna
1: give you a top notch quote. You're gonna be like, damn, that just changed my whole outlook on that. <laughs> <laughs> you do that, dude. <laughs>
0: all uh, right, man. Uh, yeah,
1: thanks, man. Appreciate it again. Appreciate I appreciate
0: you, you man. Uh, if you great, wanna great share... again, I want to I oh, share, thanks. That. Oh, thanks, thanks man. Perfect. Made it myself. Yeah, I'll get you one if I, if I have oh, yeah, it. Uh, yeah, what what size? What's up? You
1: know, for my girl, too. All
0: right, cool. I only have uh, XXL, so she'll, she'll be walking around. Only I'm, XXL. I'm, I'm, jo- I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> after,
1: after the point, I'm like XXL anyway.
0: Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> I got you, I'll talk to you about that. Um, all right, man. Anything you want to share? Social media, words, whatever you want to share, last so you can have your, uh, your time here.
1: Uh, I want to thank up. my thank my girlfriend for being awesome and helped me out with, with fight camp and everything and being good to me. I want to thank uh, my team, Team Balance, Ricardo McLarese, Phil McLaurice, Balance Studios. I want to thank uh, Eddie Hall at Hall of Fame PT, getting my wrestling down 100% and getting my uh, strength conditioning always ready. You know? So he does a lot for me. And uh, thank Algeo MMA. Thank... Uh, uh 302 BJJ all my guys at balance all my guys uh thanks guys ball, ball BJJ training been going over there for a little bit too now Matt Kelly uh thank you to everyone all my sponsors the barbershop, Blade Badger barbershop, a barbershop gonna fresh cut tomorrow I got and that's so their shirt animal. Adam Olson Fitness I got so many I got so many uh dependable solutions uh, uh RP is Renaissance most Will Starks, my, my does my diet gets me cutting weight gets me everything you know feeling good 100% and I'm ready, ready to fight uh Damn, it's a lot. I, got, I didn't write down. <laughs> it's all good, man. Thank you, man, for having me on this podcast. Awesome. No
0: problem, man. It was awesome having you, dude. All right, man. You take it easy. I'll see you uh, whenever I see you. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'll see you at balance.
0: All right, man. I'll see you, man.
1: Have somebody mid-rear naked and look up. Eye <laughs> <go by> contact.
0: <laughs> all right. I'll wrap this joint up. Till next time, guys. Enjoy. Take it easy. Peace. I hope you enjoyed that episode, guys. If you are to follow any other of my stuff that i do i have instagram account youtube account facebook everything twitter not everything but i have what i have just follow everything over there for williams Knows nothing Uh, i just post pretty much i'm mainly on instagram and i try my best to post and share information that is everything that i love about the mind the body Life in general, philosophy, uh, neuroscience, mental health, physical health doesn't matter, I just, or martial arts, of course. I, I just try to share everything in regards to those things. These are these are my my passions, and I just try to share it on there so that I can encourage everybody else to pursue their own interests and follow their heart and their or their minds or whatever metaphor that you like to use, so that you can get shit done in this life. Um, I just want to. Say that everything we talked about in this episode. Again, please take it all with a grain of salt. Uh, we Every time I say this, uh, I stop saying Williams, I know nothing. I'm William and I know nothing at the end. Because I thought it was like kind of like cliche, whatever. So I said, fuck it. You get it. People get it. I know nothing, basically. You get my point. If you're still listening, you understand me. Uh, overall, please take care of yourselves. Uh, and don't let these unprecedented uncertain scary whatever all the fucking words that they have for at times freak you out about covid and whatever let's figure shit out guys let's fucking figure shit out so we can just adapt and conquer adapt and conquer fail adapt and conquer and just keep going keep that shit moving all right thanks for listening love you guys take it easy peace